The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Are you a JBuds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact, they fit on your keychain, they are perfect for on the go, and they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the JBuds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com. To find your kind of tech. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also make you feel totally in control enter conair girl bomb they're like your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for us from the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades say goodbye to settling for less with conair girl bomb you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools so take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here I am. Hey guys. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday. It's the Nikki Glazer podcast. You know what you're listening to. I don't have to say it again. Um, hey Noah. How's it going? Hey. Good. Ugh. Good. I uh God, I'm like still kind of collecting my thoughts this morn. I just slam a jammed um two bowls of oatmeal to because I got podcast, podcast, podcast. Back to back, no time to eat until like two or something. So I'm feeling a little bit bleh, but went down the hatch pretty sweet. Um, we're running out of stevia. Andrew, the thing is, Andrew went to the grocery store for us the other day and um, was like, I'll get you groceries. What do you want? Like, definitely uh, maybe sensed that I wanted him to do things for me more. <laughs> 
Or like, uh, you know, the last time I complained to him, like, don't go to the grocery store without thinking of getting me things too. Um, Because I always think to get him things. Uh, Even when we're at the same grocery store together, I will grab things from an aisle that I know he'll skip because he'll be like, I'm just not hungry for that aisle right now. I I just, what is it with boys that they don't anticipate their needs? Boys are so good about like planning for, uh, well, not Andrew, but like I'm talking about like men in general or like I I know my ex-boyfriend has like a go bag. He's like ready for like if disaster strikes, he has tools for every kind of dilemma that would arise in the apartment or like in his life. Um, And then when it comes to like food for like the next week, no, I'm mixing two people. Andrew's not prepared. Andrew picks what he needs. That's why he shows up to gigs with a limp backpack. I can't even believe this guy. I bring a hundred pounds of stuff, a hundred pounds of two huge suitcases, 50 pounds each. And then my backpack, my carry-on is packed to the brim. So is my guitar bag that it has a guitar in it, but the little pouch that's supposed to just carry a capo and a pick has like, you know, socks and lotions and whatever in it. And Andrew's backpack is like a limp back. I don't understand. Sometimes you watch the baggage carousel when you go to collect your bags and there is a loose duffel bag, like a backpack. Sometimes people will check like a loose backpack. And I just go, what the fuck is this? Why would you check that? I don't understand people. Um, but yeah, Andrew, I, I um, when we were in San Antonio, we got a ton of like on my rider, which is the thing that you make a list of things you want backstage. It's the famous, like the first time I heard riders was like, Mariah Carey needs everything. Like, you know, Beyonce needs everything on a rider to be white. And... Mariah Carey needs, you know, roses in every toilet or I don't know, whatever. Like uh, the 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 M&M thing, which was an interesting thing. You know, when um there was that big, there's always that one story or anecdote of only green M&Ms on someone's rider. It was either like the Rolling Stones or like Led Zeppelin or something like that. I think that. it was Van Halen. Van Halen, thank you. I always, and they were one of the brown ones. Yes, okay, only the brown ones. Um, they did that because they wanted to make sure that the venue was, if they, if they got that, if the venue read the rider that correctly and got that right, it would be indicative that they would get all the sound things right. And all this, like, it's it was a thing they put in not because they like brown M&M's or just to be assholes it was like oh okay if we walk in the green room and there's only brown M&M's they they were very detailed in this and we can trust this venue so I thought that was kind of interesting it's a it's you know it goes from being like brown M&M's to like oh that's actually like a good system that's how like when I found out that Bill Burr said that people rev their motorcycle engines not to be but so that they let people know, pedestrians know they're coming. And I was like, okay, that just changed the way I looked at that now. What were you about to say? Before we get corrections, they wanted the brown M&Ms out. So they wanted the staff mm. to pick the brown M&Ms out. Okay, that's, yeah, that's even but more. It's, it still stands. Yes, thank you, thank you. If people were going to write in about that, I don't want you to listen to this podcast. I'm just kidding. Please keep listening. Um, so... Yeah, so we got a bunch of snacks for the writer. 
and I and and when um, my tour managers wrote to me saying, "Hey, what do you want on your writer?" Because my writer used to be like very anorexic and like always like feeding into my eating disorder. Because I would just I would starve all day, and then I would get to my show and I would start like snacking on the veggie tray, and I would get like veggies and like hummus and like salsa, but like no, I would get chips. But just so that no one would think I was weird for getting salsa and hummus without chips. But I wouldn't eat the chips because they're carbs. So I would just like get the chips for the illusion that I was a normal eater. And then, and also like Andrew would eat them. But I never could figure out what chips Andrew wanted because he would never be hungry for chips when I would ask what kind of chips do you want. So he'd be like, I just don't want chips. And I'd be like, this is for two months from now. This isn't for now when you just ate dinner. Um... But now I have a revised writer because I'm not uh, in the depths of an eating disorder anymore. And so I, I and and so I have like regular food on it, whatever. I have, uh, and, but the thing is, when I sent in my writer, I, I literally I just say, give me Thai food. Like just send whatever Thai restaurant I want. Two papaya salads. I want a green curry. I want um, green vegetable curry. I want rice cakes. I want vegan. Cream cheese, which by the way, I just got Andrew on vegan cream cheese. He's freaking out about it. The guy is like eating, like, you know, in one sitting, he'll eat a whole thing. Um, it's so delicious. Vio Life is the best kind. It tastes exactly like cream cheese. Um, and then I asked Andrew and uh, Anya and Matt, Anya's boyfriend, my tour manager, and Jen, like, what other, what's next do you guys want backstage? Because this isn't just for me. And, of course, Andrew was like, I don't need anything to Jen. You know, Jen, I said, Jen, ask Andrew what he wants on the writer. He can get anything. And it's out of my money, by the way. Or it's out of money that would go to me if it weren't spent on the backstage experience. But I want the backstage experience to be amazing for everyone. So, like, get whatever the fuck you want, you know? Andrew doesn't want anything. So I go, okay, yes, he does. Get him some popcorn with the word skinny on it. Get uh, some drinks with the word fat burn on it. Get... Uh, you know, snack wells, healthy, cho anything with healthy on it that just is like a word that will lie to you and convince you you're being healthy. Uh, get that for Andrew because he'll eat it. He also likes dates. So I got him dates. I got him popcorn, whatever. So I get there. It's a smorgasbord of food at San Antonio. We had two shows. So they doubled up the, um, the rider order. Uh, we have no time to eat at all. It's just like all this food. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to waste. I was kind of like freaking out, but it was more about my stress of life. And um, Andrew left early because he was bored. After the show, I'm just sitting backstage and Andrew is antsy AF and like just wanting to go back to the hotel, which is just across the street. But Anya's out there selling her merch. Jen is out there selling my merch. Matt is out there like picking up cords and like figuring out like how early so I'm just like back there with Andrew Andrew's like I can tell he wants to leave so bad and he's like do you mind if I go and I go go it's fine he's like are you sure and I was like yeah he's like do you want to go and I'm like well I'm gonna wait for the rest of the team before I go so we can like talk about how great the show is and stuff but you go so he leaves and I go to the I go to leave eventually and I see that the table of food has like full bags of popcorn that I just are no are either going to get thrown out or not. Like I'm just like mad when food goes to waste. So I take this full bag. I take a whole bag on top of all my bags. I start packing a bag of his dates of his um, that he ate one of. You know, he opened the bag and ate one of the popcorn that he didn't even open. 
because we have a long flight the next day, a connective flight. I know that he doesn't plan for those. So I, and I know that it's like, why am I thinking about him? It's very Al-Anon. It's very like controlling other people. But I just don't like when someone else is like starving all day around me. So I grab all the stuff. The next day we're at the airport. I'm carrying this bag and I go, um, I have a big bag of pop. I, I had a huge bag of popcorn, skinny pop. And I'm thinking, I can't fit this anywhere on me. I don't even know where Andrew's going to fit it. This is all to say that Andrew has brought this baggy little backpack that has like one shirt in it for his whole weekend stay. I don't even understand it. I, it definitely doesn't have a toothbrush. There's no way there was one in there. And I go, Andrew, I brought these for you for um, like the dates and the bag of popcorn for you for the for the day of traveling. He's like, oh, thanks. And I go, do you have any room for this? He's the only man on earth that could fit a gigantic bag of unopened skinny pop that is like inflated into his backpack with ample room. I put that in that baggy backpack. That's what those baggy backpacks are for. They're for women to place food that they bring along for the men they travel with who have not thought about their needs. And that's why men have baggy backpacks and don't pack anything is because women are going to stuff it with food that you should have stuffed it with because you don't think about your needs. What's going on with me? I don't even know. People are going to write it and be like, Nikki, that was a waste of our time listening to that. And guess what? It was a waste of my time saying it. But all I'm saying is that I don't understand these scrotum-like backpacks that are like old men balls that men bring on long trips. What, what, are, they, what are they packing in there? Uh, someday I want to go through Andrew's bag for a long weekend. We're going to Atlantic City this weekend. Maybe I will do it then and do like a, um, an Instagram video or something for it. Man, I have felt very uh, not wanting to be on social media, not wanting to post about myself, not wanting to. There are sometimes I'm just adverse, averse, averse. I feel like that's the word. Averse to social media and like disgusted by it. Don't want to put anything out there. Don't want heart emojis. Don't want people telling me I'm hot. Don't want people telling me I'm great. I just like don't want to post anything. And right now I'm in, in the middle of F-boy promotion. I got to do it. Um, I don't want to watch videos of myself. You know what the best thing was? Okay, if you're going to listen to anything, listen to this part. Okay, last week I was talking. Dave Spade sent me a voice memo. That's how we communicate. Um, where he was like, I just saw the video you posted on Instagram where you said uh, – like these guys, like do nice guys always come in last and do F boys always come on your face or something like that, which by the way, I said that to make everyone, to make everyone laugh in the moment. Never in my wildest dreams did I think they would air that. I'm not even joking you. That was like me just trying to like warm up the crowd. They used it. Okay. Dave wrote to me and was like, God, I was just on bachelor in paradise. Like we could, we, they, they, told me I couldn't say this and, the, and or like, you know, that was, I can't believe you got away with that. And I was like, yeah, that's the beauty of HBO Max, baby. Maybe you should jump over there. And he's like, well, I don't even know if I'd want to say something like that. And I'm like, touche. I know it was really gross. And I don't even know I wanted to say something like that. And then I go, you know what, Dave, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that I posted that clip because I just saw it on mute and I saw I looked pretty and I saw that people laughed at whatever I said. And I knew that I needed to post something. 
So I just posted it. I did not watch it. I don't want to hear my voice. I don't want to hear the joke. It's like my timing of that joke, by the way, was like not my fave. So I posted it blindly, not knowing what I said. Then a lot of people wrote to me and I was like, oh, I guess that's the one I said. Um, And I go, I didn't even watch it. I'm embarrassed to tell you that. And I go, I don't like watching myself. I don't know what it is, but I hate watching myself. I can't watch F-Boy's second uh, episode because I'm not with my girls who I watched the first one with. I can't bring myself to watch more of it even though I want to because I want to be able to talk about it because I know things that didn't air and I don't want to talk about those things. I want to know what people are seeing, right? But I can't watch it. And so I wrote to David and I was like, do you relate to not watching things of yourself and like not wanting to see yourself? And he said, Nikki, people will send me things to watch. He's like, there's something right now they sent me, um, they sent him some, something he just shot, they sent him, they're like, take a look, tell us what you think. And he's like, I can't do it, I cannot do it. And it made me feel so good because it's David Spade, everything, he talks in like a per- perfect jokes. Like there's nothing, I would, I would seriously murder Andrew right now with a blunt object to have uh, 80% of, I'm giving myself 80%, of half of David Spade's funniness. So that's about 30%, 35%. I don't even know what that means. You know what I'm saying. Um, I would, I would, but for someone like that who I project so much perfection comedically onto to say that they don't watch themselves. And I said to him, you know, the when people, especially that when people are like, We're, you look amazing in this, will you watch it? Or there's a photographer that's like, look at these shots, holy shit, look at these. I don't ever, I go, no offense to you, I know they're amazing, I don't wanna see them, I'm so sorry. Or if someone's doing my makeup, I don't wanna see it, I don't wanna like look in the mirror, I'd rather like be having my makeup done not in front of a mirror. And then they go look at it and they wanna hear me go, oh my God, but like I don't like looking at myself. And which is so ironic because that's what I'm getting paid to do is have people look at me and it's just weird that I would expect others to enjoy it. I don't expect others to enjoy it actually. I'm baffled why others enjoy it. But I'm going along with it because it makes me good money and it makes me feel loved by strangers to fulfill the needs of love that I didn't get met as a child by no fault of my parents. They did as best as they could. I just was a child that needed more love than most. Um, But what I will say is that Spade said, uh, I'm finishing this thought, Spade said that he... Uh, I, what what I meant to say was when when I know there's no I will watch something when I was on not safe uh, with Nikki Glazer and I had final say in the edit where I could watch something and then I give notes it was hard for me to watch myself but at least I you know I edited the degenerates I edited banging I had to watch all of those and it was torture but I did it because I had a, a say in what made it and what didn't but on something like F boy something like a podcast clip that someone's putting together that's already put together and they're done with and they just want me to see it before it goes out? No, I don't need to see it. It's already done. Please don't show it to me. I'm good. And to hear that David Spade also feels the same way made me feel so much less alone. If you are out there and you don't like looking at pictures of yourself, let me know too or video of yourself or your voice or anything. Thank you for listening to my voice every day. I don't think you're wrong. I think I'm actually a lovely person to listen to and I respect you all for being a fan of mine. It's just hard for me. Let's get Andrew in here. And by the way, talk about someone who loves to watch themselves and has no problem doing so. Andrew! 
Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. 
So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do with it? I think I would spend that time doing some like inner work. I would probably devote it to therapy because therapy is like one of the most important things in my life. What you might not know is that therapy can help you find out what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It helps you focus on like what's really making you happy, what's really driving you. Talking with someone who has no agenda except to be there for you professionally to listen to you. I just can't tell you how valuable it is. I've benefited so much from therapy. I could talk about it all day long, but I only have a couple more seconds. So let me tell you, the best way to get started is BetterHelp. You know this. There's no more excuses not to go to therapy anymore. It's affordable. You can do it all online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to BetterHelp, you can fill out a brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't like that therapist, you can just ghost them. No one's going to care. It's amazing how this works. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Nikki Glazer. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> hey, Nikki. Oh my God, your voice is like sexual. I was just talking about how um, I hate to watch myself, and so does David Spade. I got confirmation that he doesn't watch himself either, even on like really important things like movies and stuff. And I was saying, speaking of someone who loves to watch themselves and like doesn't mind looking at pictures of yourself right away and posting things right away. I really envy you of like loving to post content as soon as you get it and like not needing and like I, I just what is that? What 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 can I do to be better about like just you know, if you if you do a photo session and then you see a picture of yourself where you look way fatter or way like not as funny as you thought you were, whatever it is. I mean, it's surely got to happen at some point where you see something and it's not what you thought it was going to be. What what goes through your head, and why don't you let it derail your day? Um, hmm. Because I don't know. I guess because there's other pictures that I look good in, so it's like. But what but if then there's are not? Those a lie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, what if they're a lie? Yeah. I. I mean. Well, I think there's a difference between it being just between you and the picture and then you putting that picture online. I think there's there's some strength in just being like, here I am at my ugliest state. Now, the hard part is, no, is when you're no, trying no, no. to look good. Well, let me finish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, when you're trying to look good and it doesn't work. There's a difference between making a quirky face and you're like trying to purposely look bad. But if you yeah. look bad while trying to look good, yes, it's tough. But... I mean, I don't, I mean, I try, I, I don't really post like, that You know, like, of- Jorge, uh, we had this, like, photographer in San Diego, or San Antonio this weekend, who was amazing. I mean, I've worked with a lot of photographers, and a lot of good ones, too, and this guy was up there with them, because he just set up these really quick shots that usually would take most photographers forever to get the lighting perfected, and they look like, you know, the types of photo shoots that I would have to show up three hours after the photographer got there because they have to set up so perfectly and use a bunch of stand-ins. This guy would just like do it on the fly. And I, it, it was like, where do you see these shots? I mean, they're amazing. I felt almost, um, I felt bad not being like putting enough effort into my looks for how much, how beautiful these shots look because it's like, oh, this should have like better makeup and hair instead of mm-hmm. me just like scrunching my hair in the sink in my hotel room. Um, I but really like shots, when your hair, when you don't do anything to it, it's just natural and curly. I told I you know that. you always I know, say that. It's almost it uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like every well, time my hair my is just like wild and like just air dried, 
pretty much. Like, I've just been doing a curly, not curly, but my hair naturally is like just. I feel um, like when you have the hair like that, you should ride a horse without a saddle everywhere you go. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm, f- f- metaphorically, I'm doing that. No, literally. All the time. Um, <laughs> I no, want to get you a horse. I'm getting you a horse. Here, here's the interesting thing about that hair stuff. We'll get back to the picture thing, but the hair thing, yeah, every time. So, Noah, you've seen it. Like, you have the same kind of hair, Noah, that's like if you let it air dry and you were to scrunch it, I call it congealing. Mm-hmm. So what I do with my hair, girls, if you have hair like mine that you can blow dry it straight, but generally it wants to just be poofy and kind of, it never really will get straight enough. I used to iron my hair with an, a literal iron in high school because I just could not get it straight. And then I would look like a cucumber because it would puff out around my the crown of my head and make my head look like a bigger cucumber shape. And then it would be, I would just look like Predator. It would just be like a uh, like a, an old founding father, like Quaker Oats, because it would just be puffy, but like trying to be straight on the edges, but like puff out. Anyway, <laughs> now I can get it to a place where it looks like st- bone straight and like really smooth it, with a blowout, you know, and uh, cheese straightening irons and all those things. You can get like a straight looking look and people think that's, oh, that's Nikki's natural hair. My natural hair is um, what, like, I guess it's called shit, but um, no, it's... <laughs> It's like I think it's you look just, like a lot like a hot lion. Exactly. It's like it is it's kinky. It's like it um it's not curly but it's like wavy. You get it. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like um Jason Momoa. Like it's like has <laughs> texture and it can be a big old mess but it can sometimes look really great. So if you have hair like mine, I mastered a way to make it look the best possible which is you know, when I was in San Antonio, I did not feel like I didn't bring my straightener. I didn't bring a curling iron. So it was all going to be me blowing it out and using an iron. And I just didn't want an actual iron with an ironing board. I just didn't want to deal with it. It's so humid there. It would have puffed out by the end of the night because I sweat on stage. So instead, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do the air dry, which, by the way, takes longer than doing my hair curling. Like I was I was arguing like in my own head where people are like, God, her hair looks like shit. It's like, well, this took two hours to air dry as opposed to if I did it straight, it took an hour to get it curl. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I had to math. get. Yeah. So <laughs> what I do is I brush it. I get out of the shower and I detangle it. So I brush it straight. I know this is not interesting to anyone, but if you have hair like mine, this will teach you how to do the like kind of curly messy look in a way that looks the best because I've I've this took me years years and years years to perfect and I actually met my best friend in college when I was doing this weird thing in the sink in in our freshman dorms um you straighten your hair you like get out of the shower you put enough like uh conditioner in that it's straight but you get the conditioner out because you don't want it to be too silky and conditioned so get it out and then be able to brush it through so that you can run your fingers through it without any snaggles, right? Um, Use a detangling spray, whatever you need. Then you go to the sink and you fill the sink up to about a third with hot water or like not hot, but like warm, hottish water. Then you dip your, make sure your hair is parted in the way that you want it to be for the final look. Then you take each side and you dip it into the water, and then you run your hands through to make individual curls that you want those ones to be like the, because this is the thing, when you brush out your hair and let it air dry, it gets too stringy. All the pieces, especially with thinner hair, all the pieces, it'll be like three pieces of hair will be like a little curl, and that's not enough. You need like a big, thick curl, right? So you do your, you do your hair, and you go it in the sink, and you run your hands through it, 
uh, with separate with your fingers and you get it to a place where it's like, oh, that looks good. And then you go in the sink and you dip it in. And then when it comes up, it should be individual, really wet pieces of hair, right? Because you dumped it in the sink. Then you do a thing I called congeal. And you gently from the bottom, bring it up and squeeze, up and squeeze. You might put a little bit of mousse in your hand, a very light, light, because you don't want it to get crunchy, light mousse mixed with a uh, smoothing balm, and then you can squeeze it again, make it even more congealed. Now do the other side. Piece, piece it with your fingers, then congeal, and then let that air dry and see what happens for you. And then the top stays more straight and doesn't get too curly. Then by the time it starts drying, you can just like let it go and kind of congeal it and let, like st- and just scrunch it all over. And it gives you a nice PC look. Now, the only problem with this is that your male best friend might start getting horny for your hair and like say weird things when your literal tits are hanging out on camera and watching you and kind of drooling and saying your hair looks good. You and I'm, of course I'm exaggerating, but like you have well, mentioned my hair looking sides, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, both sides of my mouth. But you know I have a wet mouth, so it, it's ninety percent. Yeah, just I don't my take mouth it personally. And ten percent horny. If I no, if that, you really do like the curly hair. But here's the other thing: I remember, and maybe some girls but out there it's just remember. So funny that you're like, yeah, it's just natural. But I didn't realize it's. No, I, I mean, mean, like, you that's went if through you, about 35 steps. N- no, it takes two seconds. It really does. In, in the scheme of things, yeah. it's so much easier. But I also don't do that every day. That was just for the San Antonio show. But the thing is, uh, oh, here's the thing. Most men do, well, I learned from Patty Stanger on Millionaire Matchmaker. She used to yell at women about um, how they should show up to these dates to meet the millionaires that she was setting them up with. And she would say, girls, no, it was so racist because this all goes back to like hair being like, you know, glossy straight hair equals white and then like anything that's not equals ethnic. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it is. And so she wouldn't get away with saying this on Bravo now, but she was like, men want hair that they can run their fingers through. Men do not want curly hair. So she would yell at these girls that would come to these functions and go, you're going to straighten your hair. You're going to get a keratin treatment. You're get, like, men don't want curly hair. Men And um, I found that it, men don't fucking care. And if a man is going to care about whether or not he can run his hands through your hair, first of all, you can't run my your hands through my hair no matter what because I have a sensitive scalp and I'm scared of losing hair. So get off my hair. Um, but I do find that men like tend to like, you know, or I guess media tend to like shiny, smooth hair more than like, you know, the messy, kinky hair. Thoughts? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it just makes it seem like you're more put together. And, yes. And so and that, it seems like, it, like, if, like you, it. if you're dressed up. But I, I think there's something really hot about being dressed up and then your hair looking like natural Wild. and fun and vibrant. And it just, you know, and this is who you are. You're being honest about it. Wow, looking great. I don't know. Yeah, I, see, I, I, I don't like that. See, that, that, that whole honest, thing of like, she's just being herself. That's like when, you know, that's like, no offense to Lizzo. I'm just saying like, we we say that about Lizzo. You know, like, I love her body. It's herself. We don't say, we don't go on to anything else. We just go, that's her. When really, she's someone who has a body that is not normally seen in magazines. So like, for you to say your hair is just yourself, that to me says like, it's, counter what we all want and it's you're just doing you you, nikki 
Like yeah, I'm saying no. It's your hair without product. It's like if I didn't put gel in my hair or like paste in my hair, and I just went out and just had my regular hair. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't see anything more than it's without product is what I'm saying. So it's just your natural hair, what it would be on an island when you right. got out of the beach. Like but that's all I'm saying. Me, I'm not saying I... that like. What's no, that? I hear what you're saying. I like yeah. it too. And I like that juxtaposed with a really nice outfit and like everything else perfect. It looks cool. But that's the problem is like it inherently to me. And I didn't mean to bring up the Lizzo thing. I'm just bringing up someone who, you know, like any, you know, when there are full figured women, which is anti what media has told us we should be. Right. That's what I'm talking about is when women are bigger and they're like. I love my body and everyone goes, yes, I love you being you. That's another way of saying like, I'm not sure I want to be that, but good job for you. Like that's kind of what people say about that. I'm not, I'm not saying I say that, but I think that's kind of like when I hear, I love it. That's like saying, Nikki, you look really healthy. Like I don't, I know that's a nice thing to say. I don't want to hear it. Or Nikki, that's just the real you. Like that doesn't feel good to me when we're talking about physical things, but that's just because Everything we're told is don't be you if you want to look the best you can. Well, so I well, yesterday you were talking way. about about how when people say you look great on F Boy Island, that you feel like it's fake, that you have this, you yeah. know, you have tanner on, your hair yep. isn't really like that, your clothes aren't really like yep. you're like lying to people. Yeah. And now when I say you're being honest because you're not doing any of that and you still look great. Then it's like, well, that's a problem too. So it's like, I don't know. I, I oh no no no, I'm not saying it's a problem. I really like that you said that. I'm saying that it only works if everything else is over the top, not you. Oh, but if I see you what mix you're saying. So if messy hair with like no makeup and pale, like it wouldn't be <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> but 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 you can't uh, be all yeah yeah I you like can't you go can't, all the way. It's like no, yeah, there's just like you can have one thing well, that's like oh my god, she just doesn't wear makeup. Like Alicia Keys can look perfectly coiffed in every way, and then she doesn't wear makeup, and everyone's like oh my god, she's so amazing. But if she wasn't wearing like amazing clothes. And have uh, like perfect skin tone yeah. and perfect like shiny like beautiful dewy skin. It might not work. It's like with me with it being a guy whose hair is receding some. Mm-hmm. Like I have to like finagle it in a way where my hair looks like very thick. But mm. if you peeled away a few, it was so fun. I got a haircut the other day. I and know I have, no like, one noticed. No, but I, I didn't know that. But okay. Well, you uh, kept mentioning it, and everyone was just like, "All right." I don't. I didn't keep mentioning it. What are you talking about? So, but you the did. lady, you did. the lady shaved. I have four hairs that are trying to hold on on the front, Aww. and she just shaved. <laughs> so, and She's then just they, like, she let's didn't just shave put them these out of our misery. <laughs> yeah, I just get rid of them. And uh, and uh, it's just so funny because they're like sticking out a little bit. So I have these four hairs that are trying to hold on that she just got. She's like, what are you doing? Why are you? Get rid of these. Like, I really don't look at you as a guy with. It, it's so funny. Like the things that we are insecure about. I don't notice on my. What, fr- like, like you wouldn't notice re- the things that I'm proceeding. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I agree with you because you're just a man at that age that it would be insane if you had a gigantic bushy head of hair, but (laughs) you just don't, it doesn't look bad to me. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, though, if I don't finagle it in a way, if I wake up in the morning, there'll be some mornings where I'm like, I'm a bald man. Mm. You know Mm. what I mean? And then I'm like, where's your hair coming out? Do you see it on the pillow or do you see it in the shower? Next to your toothbrush? Uh, it used to be in the shower when I would brush with my toothbrush and my hair. 
Can I ask you something? No. Did you bring a toothbrush <laughs> with you to San Antonio? Yes. No, was it, it was your... not the one on the floor. Was it? Oh, really? New one? No. It was, uh, yeah, it was from another hotel where they gave me a package that I never opened. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, your baggy backpack. Yes. How do you have a baggy backpack when you're What do you on... mean? What did you take with you to San Antonio in that backpack? I, well, I brought two things. It was, so... oh, you did? You brought a I luggage had a, too? I had a backpack and a, and a side backpack. Oh, I didn't know that. A duffel backpack. Oh, okay. Yeah. That answers everything. That's why you could fit that giant bag of Skinny Pop. I go, there's no one, in, in no way would you be at the ticket t- terminal and have a bag of Skinny, a gigantic bag of Skinny Pop that hasn't been opened and someone's able to fit it in one of their carry-ons except a boy you're traveling with with a baggy scrotum backpack. <laughs> it fit perfectly. I was like, this is a miracle. We got to get no, to the news. Yeah, I had a side backpack. But oh, okay, good. Not, not a lot trick. of things. Was your was your baggy backpack jealous? Was my baggy other, backpack of, of your back other backpack your side backpack? <laughs> Why or do, do they not know about each other? In it? <laughs> they don't know about. I don't tell each tell them about oh, each other. Does your bed get ner- jealous of your backpack because it has popcorn in it? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it depends. All if right, Cardi, a half eaten. Wait, what crumbs. were we calling you, Mister Crumbs? Yeah, that was a great nickname. Okay, Mr. Crumbs. Bring it back. Yeah, let's bring it back. Bring it back now. Okay, let's get to the news. The news, apparently. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, man. I know Tuesday could be a tough day for everyone, but hey, it's not the best day. It's not the worst day. It's just a day. (laughs) Have a great day and have all the swells out there, everybody. Um, You always say that about Tuesdays. What happened to you on a Tuesday? (laughs) Well, Tuesday, Monday, always like, oh, fuck, it's Monday. But Tuesday yeah, is kind of like a, a birthday like that doesn't matter. Like, no one thinks mm. about Tuesday. Tuesday yeah, never like gets talked Christmas about. Eve birthday. There's Taco Tuesday, which is fun, which, you know, I yeah. guess. See you I next Tuesday is cunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's always fun. All right. I like Tuesdays. I think it's Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Worst date ever. A 31-year-old woman who traveled from Massachusetts to Arizona to meet a guy she's been talking to on Instagram for two months has died after dehydrating on a hike they went on together. Oh, no. No, a great news article. Another reason why uh, no no hikes for me. Um, It's too dangerous out there. Uh, I'm not a ledge head, and I'm not a um, flat, flat earth. I'm not even, what's the, op, what's, I don't even want to get in the vicinity of where ledges are. I don't yeah. even want to walk up a hill to where someone w- might find a ledge. I hate yeah, hiking. It, yeah, so they went, uh, she traveled, first of all, she traveled, they were, you know, just Aww. talking long distance. That's she went, so exciting. His first date was taking her to a 104 degree hike up a mountain. That's actually now that, like Is a, that 104 degrees, like there's the steep? Fahrenheit. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Uh, degrees, temperature. Okay, yeah. And I think Probably 104 degrees would be degrees like height. walking backwards. Um, okay. And, and uh, so they're walking upright. She gets uh, dehydrated. They're walking upright like humans. They're walking upright. Well, one's crawling. Um, <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Uh-huh. So, and she walks up halfway. She gets dehydrated. She uh. says, you go get a photo for me from Instagram up top. No. He left her. He left no. her. She ends up 
being found, I think a little bit down the mountain, like off the trail, dead from dehydration. He was an EMT police officer. Get out of here, dude. Get out of here. Yeah. I know. And they didn't have extra water, which is like, like everybody knows to do that here in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, no. Tragic. Being from Massachusetts, too, I'm sure she's not used to the dry heat. Sure. But she wasn't like out of shape. She like, apparently she drank a lot of water in her regular life. Someone brought that up, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, he left her. You know, her. she probably was just trying to go along with, like, what he wanted, or I don't mm-hmm. know, I'm projecting a lot onto this, but, oh, he, but she said to go ahead and, get, I mean, that's his story. I mean, she's not alive to tell the story of, like, yeah, we maybe didn't hear he from was, like, her. Yeah. I was just, I was trying to get the picture she wanted of me alone. Like, who wants that? Google image it. I'm yeah, sure you there's know what Google it was? images. A hotter girl the was on the top of the mountain that, Yeah. I mean, a wetter it's just, girl. Yeah, it's just. Uh, <laughs> I oh mean, what do you? God. You oh can't. God. You can't leave your date. You can't leave your date. You go look. I, the photo's not important. Your health is important. You're an EMT. Like, like. People how are you perfect? Doing? And you know what? He might have been not thinking clearly, and she might not have been thinking clearly. She might have said that. Like, go ahead. I want you to go ahead, please. And like, he's trying to please yeah. her. She's t- trying to please him. Um, she doesn't understand the dry heat. Maybe he doesn't either for some reason because he's dehydrated. Like they're not thinking clearly. Like, oh, this is just so sad. And this um, is like a such a first date thing where you try to please the other person so much that you're not yourself. She's like, yes. yeah. And then this is obviously the ultimate price. Uh, do I'm you think he's at fault date. at all or no? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think. I so. mean, wait, it, you're going on a first date? Yeah. Um, on not hiking, no, but we, we, uh, we are going outdoors because of Delta COVID. I'm just like not taking any risks. Um, and what are you guys doing? What's the plan? Uh, well, I don't want to say where, because I don't want people to come find me in St. Louis, but we're going to a, um, a St. Louis outdoor spot that is flat and safe and, oh, um, flat safe. It's my sister's chest. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Shots fired, dude. I just picked someone who... My sister has great boobs, actually, and she's pregnant right now, so... Um, and, and yes, that can be out. Uh, my sister is due in, in, in uh, December. So excited. But, um, no, I... Uh, yeah, I'm going on a, a, an outdoor um, date on Thursday, and I'm actually stoked about it because... I I was realizing I didn't go on like I think I went on one you know hike with a guy that liked me but I knew that I was just wanting to be friends with him so I didn't really go on any dates last COVID where you had to keep things outdoors and stuff and now that Delta's surging again I feel like those kind of precautions of like I had a joke in my act about it. I was like oh my god oh no I have to stay six feet away from anyone who might have feelings for me I can't like swap spit with them I can't hug them i can't get close like it's ideal i can't be inside alone with them like this is a dream so i'm just going on a um and and honestly it just feels like two friends meeting up because we're we just um we met on um we met on bumble but uh we've just been texting and it just has been like very friendly and not thankfully overtly sexual in any way on his part or mine which makes me feel safe, and it just is getting to know someone who may or may not look exactly like someone from my past. 
<laughs> That's like my that grandma really Shirley. Makes it I told you that. My grandma Shirley, after my grandpa died, she kept dating guys that looked exactly like my grandpa. It was so yeah. weird. Well, it's it, so weird. It, it makes sense to me. And I think that that happens more often than not of like, you know, the person that uh, this person looks like I <laughs> had like unrequited love with. And then I saw this person on Bumble. Dude, I showed Andrew right away. I screenshotted him and showed all of my friends that know this person and sent them to all of them. And they're like, what the fuck? This is like. <laughs> spitting image of this guy i almost i do you do i tell this person that he looks like someone from my past no but a taller and handsomer version well that's actually that would be fine i think it wouldn't bother me it wouldn't bother me if a guy but i don't but we're not all the same you know it's on two-way street so i know that if a guy met up with me and goes you look like a girl i was in love with but you honestly look like a taller and handsomer version of that girl i'd be like thank you I would be like, oh my God, even if I didn't, like sometimes when I look at a guy's ex-girlfriends and they're all like dark hair and dark complexion and like I feel sad because I'm like, I wish they looked like me because I want to fit. And that's just a sick need to fit it. So I don't know, but maybe guys would be like not into that because guys hate hearing about other guys. But listen, if you're going to be with Nikki Glaser, you're going to have to deal with hearing about exes. And I'm not going to torture you with it. almost like you or maybe even better than you not better but like uh, uh almost a spitting like i would want a guy that looks nothing like a blonde hair blue-eyed man you'd like, want I her to look her, anything po- her like ex-boyfriends ex. to look nothing like you yeah yeah i nothing. would want them to look like me see that's the difference noah what about you <laughs> nothing wow like, i I don't want them. Yeah, I want a new know? spice. I want to be a new thing on the menu. I don't want to be a, just a shittier steak for the guy or a shittier well, the whatever. Thing is because I know that if I look like the what he's attracted to, I am so confident about my personality. Like I can be a lot, as Joe Rogan said, and I have my definite personality flaws. But like I've said, I feel like I'm a supermodel of personality, even though I maybe uh, am a lot and stuff like that but i feel like i'm always gonna have a better personality than your ex but you know in terms of being funnier and like smarter Mm -hmm. and not because i'm think i'm a genius but emotionally smarter funnier i'm i'm funnier than literally every woman you've ever dated no question about it unless it's you dated kirsten Foreman or taylor mcgraw or sarah lena prosal or like my best friends who aren't comedians, I'm funnier than, it, or another female comic because, or female comedy writer. I'm always going to be this funnier than those women. Long. Yeah. Well, um, I pick good friends that are funny. Um. Yeah. I. I. Sometimes I feel like if they, if I don't look anything like the ex, like they went the opposite of what just broke their heart. So I could just be like, you know, a rebound. You know what I mean? I would think about that a little bit. It's so weird Does that, that I want to be. See, I want to be. Yeah. No, no, no. It makes sense. I think it's healthier to want to be the opposite because I have such low self-esteem about my looks. I want to just be secure that they already, already like what I'm into. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm not insecure about my personality. So I feel like I would like to be the opposite of that. I love when they're like, oh, my ex-girlfriend wasn't funny. She sucked. I'm like, good. Okay. Well, I'm going to show you a whole new world <laughs> um, of pain. Let's get to the next news story. 
the FBI used photographs of lower level female employees to pose as bait for potential sex traffickers without proper consent. Mm. They did not document which websites their photographs were posted on, potentially placing the women in danger. God. They also started an OnlyFans for these girls and what? all made millions. No, no, no. Oh. I was like, <laughs> if they did that too and then gave the money to the women, like, by the way, if you're upset about this, here's uh, 70 bucks. <laughs> it's a big check. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, this doesn't surprise me that the FBI is doing sneaky things. Well, they're using like employees that, you know. FBI just, employees? F- yeah, FBI employees photographs. They ask for like they lower have- level. They probably have access to these photos. They probably own these photos because they're the fucking they FBI. They ask for photos. They ask for like like risque photos. Well, then didn't these women know what this was going to be used for? Like, why would your boss at the FBI be asking for risque photos? And could I think the problem is that the low level employees are not undercover agents, so they weren't properly protected, and you know they just didn't yeah, know what they were. They're just working the front desk at the fucking Pentagon, and <laughs> yeah, they're like they're working hey. like the. Can I get you some know, paper the for the copier and show you? And, and uh, why don't you uh, put your make tits a copy on of your tits? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This reminds me. I was listening. Uh, this doesn't seem like something that would happen in America, but I'm not surprised. Last night I was on Reddit, and you know we're doing Reddit dump today, but I didn't save this headline. A guy. This is years ago. It happened. He was a medical student in, um, I believe, either Uganda or Nigeria. Forget which one. And they are so low on corpses for medical students there that they use any kind of uh, any anyone the police murders or anyone that's like a casualty of gun violence, like any criminal violence it, within the police unit there, they throw into a van and then they give to the medical students to dissect. Whoa. A guy goes to dissect um, for his class, for his med school class. Um, lifts up the thing and it's one of his best friends that was murdered not because he was a criminal like you know it doesn't even matter if he was uh, the victim or the assailant or not he was had three gunshot wounds and the guy uh, you know sees his best friend on his and he got it he got an f on the project because he ran i'm just kidding no but he and it's because it's so corrupt there that they dude what a great idea for a show where mm. the, you pay the cops, let's say you're a rich guy who needs a new heart. So you pay the cops to kill a guy that you know ha- your heart is, I don't know how you'd find out that. Oh, yeah, cut. that's a good plot then, line. Yeah, and then you take the Wait, heart from the cadaver. Well, that's everyone's biggest fear about being an organ, organ donor is that you're going to, someone's going to make sure you die so that they get your organ. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd be so happy if someone, like, if I was in a car accident and I broke my finger and they're like, we need to put you to sleep because uh, Meghan Markle needs a new, you know, earlobe. I'd be like, mine are great. (laughs) I do have great earlobes. It's one of the best. Why are you putting me me. under? I just sprained my wrist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, exactly. You know, I I was thinking about the girl that went on the date, by the way. Like, I feel like if you travel really far to see someone for the first time, the stakes are so so high. You do anything. Yes. Anything. Yes. Anything. Because you've already, it's like, you know what it is? It's the same psychological um, phenomenon. Guys, I can't recommend enough The Psychology of Influence. It's a book that I read that I just retained so many little tricks from. 
that are I don't use because they're just so manipulative, but it teaches me how I become susceptible to these things. So the famous one is like if if Andrew and I are sitting at the same table and we're within the same arm's reach of a glass and I go, Andrew, can you get me that glass? Andrew will get it, but he'll because he knows that I can get it myself, he'll convince himself that he likes me a lot because that's why he's doing it. Because otherwise, he's just a little pussy bitch that's doing something that I could do for myself. <laughs> so in his mind, he goes, it's because I love Nikki and I want to get her this. So it makes you like me more. For you get you you convince yourself you like me more. So if you go to the lengths of flying somewhere for someone to do something that drastic, to grab a glass for someone that far away, essentially you got to convince yourself that this is love. And then what else will you be willing to do? Um, yeah. Go on a hike that you don't want to go on. I mean, how many times have girls done things they don't want to do on a date? And men, I'm not discounting you too, but I think generally women are taking the lead, like the men are taking the lead and the women follow. And you just agree to something that you don't want to do because you want the guy to like you. Yeah, it's like even driving an hour for a date, like... You're like, oh, maybe I'll just sleep over there because I'm already an hour away. Or like all these mm, like, you know, depending efforts. how far you get from your house, the more you're willing to do things that you might not want to do. Like yeah. hike in 104 degrees. Or it's like, you know, that's how they get you to upsell on things. They're like, oh, you're sp you're already spending $34,000 on this car. It's $1,500 extra to get this extended <laughs> warranty. I mean, that is nothing. I mean, you're already doing this and you go, you know what? You're right. That would be foolish. But it's really like... No, $1,500 by itself is a lot of money. Compared to $34,000, it's not, it isn't. But let's not do, it's all in comparison. So like, Yeah, it's like, going I already on, traveled this far for you. I don't also have to eat your ass. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, that, come on. If he bought you the ticket, and if he True. didn't use miles, let him eat your ass. Just kidding. Don't, uh, don't do anything you ever don't want to do, including hikes. Next story. Oh, why do uh. I care? Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. 
Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise canceling true wireless earbud. And then if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat proof, and they have a be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Why do you care? Why do I care? Uh, Matt Damon says he stands with the LGBTQ community after the backlash over his use of the homophobic slur in a conversation with his daughter just months ago. I have never called anyone the F word in my personal life. I, I know. Why did he have to say personal life? I mean, and why because does he say... Because all that makes me think of he is going off in his private life isn't personal wait, no personal, personal is wait, private. okay what's okay so uh impersonal life his so he's screaming life. it out the wind oh so public life oh okay so i does, guess he used he it in good on a, if there's a microphone or if it's in a script that he wrote with ben affleck <laughs> yeah it's like you wrote that you wrote those words wait a second i, I mean like okay doesn't that but stand so up what happened was is he he told a joke to his daughter 
with, that had the F word in it. When and he's did like, this oh, first par- get announced? Did he say this in an interview with a magazine yeah. or something? He yes. was just trying to, he said, listen, we've all done interviews where we said some dumb thing. I'm being haunted by one right now. Thankfully, it didn't get a lot of press. But like you say one dumb thing and then they run with that. And well, okay, this, so- this is the thing. Remember Liam Neeson? He had that thing where he, so, uh, you know, uh, a black person killed his yes. friend. And, and so, so then he, he drove around he looking, looking for, for any, any black, person. black person. And then so here's Matt Damon saying, look, I fucked up in the past. I said the F word in front of my daughter. Here's a vulnerable thing that I'm being honest about. I have flaws, blah, blah, blah. And then we're Did like, he say that? Are you? No, Wait, no, I'm you... just saying it's like it's it reminds me of that. Yeah, sorry, yeah like, sorry. you can't say something from your past that you have amended and realize is wrong. We will punish you for you <laughs> saying that you once thought something like that. Yes, or said something like that. So I don't... didn't even read the details of this because I don't think Matt Damon is a homophobe or a racist. I don't know him. He just doesn't come off like that. I've heard he's such a nice guy from people he who played know him a gay personally. guy in that movie. In uh, Princess de Blablo or whatever. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, Princess What's de Blablo. He won an Oscar for playing a gay guy. None of us know what the fuck you're talking about, but... Uh, <laughs> Wait, can we think about fine. it for a second? No, I don't want to think about it. Uh, we got to move on. Hold on. Of opera so what? So he shared this anecdote that he once used the word maybe in a joke or something that he was telling his daughters. And his yes. daughter said, Dad, his daughter you don't use that word. then wrote a whole thing, wrote like a, a, a thing for him of why this word isn't right. To be so used, he even was in sharing this, and now yes. we all the all the headlines were about that Matt Damon didn't know until his daughter let him know that this yes. was wrong. When he was really actually just showing how his daughter is maybe more compassionate than him and has learned more than him in a shorter amount of time of life, and how he's changed his ways. So now he has to then address all of the headlines about how he says the f word because. You listen, I didn't read any of the details. I just saw the headlines and I knew that it was being blown out into something it wasn't. But listen, I did I, I saw the headlines. I'm like, oh, this is this isn't good. So then um he goes so then he now addresses those headlines and says, Let me clarify. What does what is he clarifying for us? He's clarifying that he when he said he never says it in private and that he's not homophobic at all. And he supports the LGBTQ community. Oh, and his daughter didn't teach him a lesson. Like, he already knew the lesson before yeah, his he, daughter. Everyone's saying, oh, my gosh, Matt Damon, your daughter had to teach you that the F word was bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, like, I believe him. And I believe that people, that word, by the way, was used so much up until 10 years ago. It was like the R word, I want to just say. That word was used a lot, and it was like the G- saying things were gay, which doesn't feel good anymore. Things change. There are. It's undeniable that we associate different meanings to words over time based on the cultural interpretation and backlash that we see and 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 the feelings expressed by the communities that are marginalized by these uses of words we all grow more empathetic and we stop using them but going back and punishing people for when they did use them because it was just a part of the colloquialism even though we knew it was slightly wrong it was still like i I proudly am someone who has never said the N-word 
that I can remember since maybe I was a kid. I, I accidentally said it once to say something that I heard someone say. And the shock of which it was brought to my attention by my parents of me saying that word just in, you know, in private and say in repeating someone else's story was like so bad the feeling that I never said it again and I don't I brush over it when I sing songs it's I'm not one of you know we all know as three white people white people that say that word in private as jokes and say it ironically like not really using it in a real way but say it like I'm getting away with this but I'm saying it as a joke because it's the most shocking thing to say I'm not even one of those people and I'm not patting myself on the back about that I'm just saying that like I am safe to know that I don't say that. But the the F word, I'm not sure that I didn't maybe float that word around 10 years ago um, not, to, uh, not to cause hate, but because I didn't understand how hateful it was. And now I do, and I would never use it again, but I'm not going to go back and fucking cancel myself and hate myself the rest of my life because I may have said it one time in the past. I just don't get why people can't forgive. Yeah. I mean if you if you if you don't see the error of your way of using it in the past, then fuck you. But if yes. you really know how fucking hurtful it was There's, and how yeah. thank God no one heard you say that that could have been affected and if they did, you can go back and talk to those people, then 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 yes, you deserve to be Punished, someone, that, someone that is still homophobic and still racist is not going to tell you a, a a story from their past where they've learned shit. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be they're not going to that kind of person that's honest about that obviously isn't that anymore. And we because they wouldn't to be fucking tell the story about when we've been unintentionally racist or homophobic. We need to be yes. honest about those moments because if we are in denial of them, much like I was talking about yesterday, if we don't talk about if we don't talk about rape, if we don't talk about molestation, if we don't make jokes about these things, then we act like they don't happen and they do and then it lets people who do them in private still do them. Yes. So, and it makes so it so those people in, your in bed private is fine. So when you are in private with someone as a white person and they use that word, even ironically, and they're trying to shock you, make a point, if you can, to say, I don't tolerate that even in private. I know you're going to get away with it right now, but like, n no, you know, yeah. like we need to, we need to cor correct now and don't, we just need to be more compassionate because the only way to get better is to forgive, is to be able to have the capacity for forgiveness. I could forgive pretty much anyone for anything if they see the error of their ways. And I'm not even joking you. Anything I could forgive. Anything. If the person does the work and can see how wrong they were and explain what, pre what caused them to say those things or do those things, even I, I just, I really think I could forgive anything. And that's a powerful place to be. And I wish more people could get there, but it's it's not so easy. And I also don't know what it's like to be a victim of these things because I'm a white, uh, you know, woman. So I don't pretend to understand people that are like, I'm never going to forgive. So I, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just I'm grateful that I uh, I pretty much can forgive. And I wasn't always like that. You heard the Zach Sherwin episode. I loved not forgiving, but um, and it's no, not so my place to forgive Matt Damon. I'm not you know, gay yet. Let's get to the red dump. <laughs> yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, the yet is a, a huge 
part of this. You know, I don't know. Four more um, heartbreaks. For how long it took me to get into men, I, I don't question that my reluctance to get into women could be is the same thing I felt in middle school about men <laughs> in high school. And then I finally got into men. So who knows? Um, wow. I just pulled up Reddit. It's Reddit dump. You guys, this is insane. There is a, it's, this isn't, I didn't even mark this one to show you, but it's in humans being bros. This is the subreddit, humans being bros. And they have on footage this woman. Oh my God. It says woman saves kittens after they've been thrown into a river. So there's, I guess it's, it's just a person running up to a river in the broad daylight, like a, a pond almost. Uh, that has like seating area, so it's like a, a public pond, and she tosses a bag into the pond and then runs away. Then all of a sudden, all these people come to the pond, and uh, a woman jumps in, strips off all her clothes. Oh my god, she's naked! A woman strips off all her clothes, swims out to the pond, and saves them with a bunch of cr- a crew of people waiting. Yeah, and the kittens are saved. This happens all the time. People dump animals that, you know, litters of animals are born and they throw them in a sack and they dump them on the highway and then cars run over them. My aunt, you want to hear a disturbing Better story? Better than an Instagram dump. So this is a disturbing <laughs> story. <laughs> Dead air. How so dare you? I think... I don't even want to tell this story, but I have to. If you don't like animal abuse, no, I'm not going to tell it. But I, I just okay. don't understand why people put animals in bags. Because someone might rescue an animal if you don't put it in a bag. Just put mm. it somewhere where it's not in a bag so maybe someone can find it and give it a home, you fucking crazy person who I can only imagine you've seen a horrible abuse in your life if you think it's good to put animals in bags. But my aunt one time was at a grocery store and saw a bag and like like kind of like uh walking out to the parking lot um and you know how sometimes you just like jump on a bag to like make it deflate just for fun you're like a young child and you see a bag and you just jump on it you can you can finish that story in your head yeah okay let's get to my saved posts um Oh, this one is good. Okay, Andrew, I wanted to show you this. This was in. <laughs> what a this was in, around. This is this is a palate cleanser. <laughs> this is a GIF, um, and this is from GIFs Reddit subreddit GIFs. It says this baseball player making sure that everyone knows that there is one out. Dot dot dot, including yes. the, the praying mantis hitching a ride on his hat. Did you see this? Yes. I, so this guy plays great, for the Nationals, and, pr- and he he there's a huge praying mantis on his hat. He says one out to the guys on the side, one out to yep. the, the, the the other people on the side, and then he does it right in front of his hat. Wait, hold on. That, and then he does it right in front of his hat, and he looks up almost like cross-eyed. Noah, let me show you this. One out. One out. Well, here's Look the, the funny part mantis. about this is, is he had it on in the dugout, and the, the announcers so were like, cute. I wonder if he notices. Oh my and god! Then, and then, and <laughs> it just shows me though. It's like that's how comfortable these guys are. Like he's like, yeah, I'll just have a praying mantis on my hat. You know, like people die for these teams. 
You know what I mean? Like they'll yes. fight their kids for their. This is our town. This is our team, and this guy's just like I'm chilling. I've with never a heard mantis. the Nationals being in any kind of playoff <laughs> no, they situation. Won. Oh, they, they did. Won it. They oh, okay. won it a couple well, years ago. Well, not anymore. Well, I love I love this gigantic praying mantis. Um, here's one that I found. So I have a lot of visual ones, and I apologize, but um, this will just make you guys maybe have to go to Reddit. This one's from Contagious Laughter. And it's a, it literally is me as a baby. It's called Impatient Baby. And it is a baby that's probably about two. And she's trying to put um, a straw into a Starbucks, hot Starbucks slid, you know, where they have that little slit. It's like impossible for a human to put a straw in there, much less a baby. So please just watch this baby. She's trying to put it in. And then she just crumbles it up. That's her mom just laughing at her and she stares into the dark. Her mom, she's, look at this. (laughs) It's like me trying to get my dick in when I'm drunk. Just the way she throws it. So if you guys want to look it up, go to Our Contagious Laughter and Impatient Baby. It's one of my favorite things ever. Um, Okay, and then there's this other thing that I wanted to play. This is, um, this might take a second, though. Let me see how long it is. Uh, It's three minutes long. Fuck. Um. It, do you know a woman named Mary Carrillo? She's a sports broadcaster? Yeah, I think so. She looks like this? Uh, yes, yes, yes. She's she amazing. So, um, so this was in uh, subreddit Funny, and it says Mary Carrillo's brilliant badminton rant. And it's from like the 2003 Olympics, and she's doing... You know, she's talking about badminton, and she starts talking about, like, now this is a badminton um, racket that you usually play with in your backyard. Now, this is the one they use in the Olympics. This is the birdie that they use in the Olympics. Here's the one they use in your backyard. And then she starts talking about how uh, playing with it in her backyard with her kids. And I want you to hear this because it just turns into, like, a stand-up bit. Side of the goose. I'm not making this up so that the contours of the feathers are all the same. So she's describing – let me just get to the part. So she's describing the, the, the birdie of the, the players in the Olympics. And then she goes on to describe um, what it's like playing in your backyard. And it turns into a comedy bit that no one sees coming. You cannot tell me that the birdie we use at home, this thing, you can lean on this as hard as you want. This thing isn't going 200 miles an hour. It's not. And even though it doesn't look sophisticated, it has a tree-seeking device implanted in it somewhere i don't know where but i've played a lot of badminton with my kids by the seventh shot this thing's up in the tree okay so then what does your kid do she says mommy i'll get it down throws a racket up in the tree now your racket's up in the tree says don't worry i'll get that down so now your kid goes into the garage and goes and gets the red rubber ball which would come as standard equipment in any kind of backyard badminton set throws that in that immediately gets impaled so she goes to get something else to get the bet to, to get one of these things down okay now there are kids from all over the neighborhood that have come into your backyard and they're emptying out your garage throwing stuff at your tree all right you realize suddenly you own 18 basketballs you've got nine footballs okay there's softballs flying through the air. the tree is now groaning with children and equipment all right Someone's turned on the hose. Badminton is a water sport. They're trying to get the, this thing down with a hose. And somehow, mothers from all over the neighborhood hear that badminton is being played at Mary's house. They're dropping off their kids. They know it's an all-day affair. They know it's going to involve 17 other sports. They're dropping off their kids. They're leaving skid marks, okay? You've got Colleen Clark up in the tree. 
Pan's beach ball with a hockey stick. Okay? There's pool sticks flying through the air like javelins, and you hear yourself saying, somebody's going to poke an eye out. It just never ends. It's a what? Everything is going on, right? Then you see Christopher Burr, and it's always Christopher Burr. He takes a rollerblade, throws it up at the tree, hits your car, you got a dent in your Jeep. You realize you better get your Jeep out of the way. And you also realize that for the first time in seven years, you can actually pull your car into the garage because there's no sporting equipment there anymore. <laughs> Not even the inflatable raft that hasn't seen action the since the baby duck rescue of 1997. You pull your car into the garage, and as you do, your other kid is coming out. He's on the phone with our team, Murphy. He sizes up the situation and says, hey, come on over. We're playing badminton. Is a sport that I know, and that's probably a sport that you know as well. What that reminded me of is coming back after this. It's it was like, like Aristocrats for clean version of the Aristocrats. Yes. Yeah. I love that she says, <laughs> and, and Christine Burr, and it's always <laughs> yeah. Christopher Burr, <laughs> yeah, throws up Burr. a roll up. I mean, that woman, I want to know everything she's done. Final thought. I was reading all the comments about this, and it was great. Uh, uh, people were saying, that is how you fill time, folks. And then uh, it says, she slowly morphed from composed news anchor to Jersey mob boss in 2.75 minutes. <laughs> and then, said, then people were saying, um, the next thing you know, there's money missing off the dresser and your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. I guess that's a quote from some other thing. Um, this could have aired as, op- uh, someone goes, this could have aired as the opening sketch of SNL and I wouldn't have thought it was out of place. Comedy gold. Uh, n- yes, you would have. You would have been like, SNL sucks now. The reason why this is funny is because it's out of context for a comedy thing. This isn't actually as funny as things on SNL. Stop saying SNL's not funny. You're, I'm so tired of that argument. Then someone wrote back, you're giving SNL too much credit here. Then someone said, modern SNL, but I thought it felt like 90s SNL all the way, but it wasn't. And then someone said, it totally felt like the old SNL. I honestly thought it was for a second. And uh, it's just like, people just love being By the way... um yeah, but I, was, I was thinking I was listening to Lauren Michaels. You like any SNL when you were fucking 18. Like, yeah. that's your SNL. I forbid like, my dad from saying SNL sucks now. I, I literally go, Dad, you can't say that anymore because you've been saying it since 1999, and I, I, like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, Dude, they're not like Will Ferrell. Like, they're it's not, not like, like when Eddie Murphy was on in the first episode. It's just like, yeah, things yeah. change. Dude, That's it why, used like, to be like so edgy, and now it's not edgy anymore. You know, well, Ted Lasso is only going to go for three seasons, and everyone's like, "No!" And it's like, you know what? I think it's smart. Why would they stick around until you say that they used to be good and now they're not anymore? That's yeah, all anyone yeah. ever says about <laughs> yeah. anything that lasts more than three seasons. So fuck yourselves. Three seasons out. That's what I like. Except for F Boy Island, I want to run that thing into the ground. Um, this was a good one. I just want to close with. Uh, we got to go. But this was from Ask Men, and it said, "What have you been up to recently that you're proud of?" This person wrote, "I just got out of a wheelchair and am learning to walk again. What have you done that you're happy about or proud of?" Someone said, "Down 80 pounds, going for 20 to 25 more." This is just so sweet that men are just like saying what they're proud of. Someone said, "I'm a healthcare provider and work in private practice. Worked up the balls to email my boss inquiring about partnership with the practice." Not only did I not get shot down, but he agreed to start discussing it. I'm not good at all at taking initiative on stuff. It might not sound like much, but it took a couple months to work up the courage to send that email. was a huge step for me, personal and professional. I think it's just so sweet that you can... These people are supporting each other. They're just strangers on the internet that are like 
this is what makes me feel good about Reddit um, a lot of times. There's so many good things on there that make me feel connected to people and less alone. So many communities, whatever you're suffering with, there is a subreddit for it. I swear to God. Andrew, what's something you're proud of recently? Um, Yesterday you hit... 39. Yeah, I shot a 39 again. I am just, I just feel so proud of how much time I'm giving to golf and how much reward I'm seeing from it emotionally and physically. And the movie by Matt Damon was Behind the Candelabra. Ah, yes. That I was trying to think of. I was a little off. I apologize. And what are you proud of recently? Um, I am proud of. Um, getting out of a depression that I was in two days ago and, uh, and, and be, and being very honest about it with my friends, even though it was hard for them to probably hear and just like getting honest about my feelings and how desperate, like awful I felt with people that were able to like hear it and not like tell me I was wrong or try to like commit me somewhere like just being able to express how sad I was and not struggle with it alone that's what I'm proud of um I hope you do the same for yourself if you're struggling out there while you're going through that yeah thanks for thanks for noticing uh (laughs) that I was struggling no you got me Zevia and that helped uh Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. We are also going to be, um, I'm all over podcasts recently. Check them out. Just Google, you know, Nikki Glaser on whatever podcast searcher thing that you want. Um, I was on the uh, the Ringers um, Bachelor, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, the Bachelor, I think it's called Bachelor Party. And I uh, recapped last night's episode of The Bachelorette, which was insane. It was one of the best Bachelorette episodes I've ever seen. I gotta go. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Don't be cut. And Jack to Jackpot. Jack This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your for show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining. Keep being you. 
and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 